Hello, everyone. Um, today was a very unique movie-going experience for me today. I went in to see the short film Strange Way of Life. I knew it was going to be a quick film, and I knew that there was going to be another short film airing after it, but I did not know which one it was going to be. So, because we are talking about two short films today, I think I'm going to condense it all into one episode instead of making it two individual episodes. Because both of these short films, while they are very emotionally packed and emotionally dense, there's not a ton of plot going on in them. So I feel like it would be disingenuous to stretch it out over two episodes. And I feel like I am probably going to talk pretty quick through these and just give my brief opinions and brief review about it. Because like I've mentioned before, I want to do an episode every time I see a new movie. So we're going to do this real quick, all right? So the movie that I came in... Expecting to see Strange Way of Life was the first one that aired. This one, I did not know much about going in. All I knew is that it starred Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke. And this one is a very interesting movie. Um, it essentially is a Western movie where there is this rancher named Silva who rides across this desert to visit his friend who has now become a sheriff named Jake. And these two men haven't seen each other in 25 years. They kind of had a forbidden romance type of thing going on. So when they meet, it's kind of a happy reunion. While at the same time, Silva clearly wants this relationship more than Jake. And to make matters worse... Silva's son was just seen at the scene of the crime of the murder of Sheriff Jake's sister-in-law. So Sheriff Jake, being the sheriff, has to go in and arrest and put Silva's son on trial. So even though there's this romance going on and Silva wants this to work, Jake kind of feels against it and feels like it was a long time ago, and he has to put his job before this romance, whereas Silva is more of the optimist romantic of this group. Now, I feel like the actors did a phenomenal job. I mean, these two have proven them themselves time and time again to be phenomenal actors. I feel like Ethan Hawke especially gives a very powerful performance. His role provides him more opportunities to give a strong and powerful performance because he's more of the serious type, whereas Pedro Pascal's Silva is kind of more romantic, more optimistic, more hopeful. He doesn't... Obviously, he doesn't want his son to go to trial, but he's the type of person who seems more willing to let things go and ignore problems. He's more hopeful. Um, so while Pedro Pascal gives a great performance, he doesn't get the types of scenes that Ethan Hawke's Jake has.
Um, this one was a very short run, running at only 31 minutes. And I did feel like it was pretty touching. I felt really sad about the, this romance that could have been. They did flashbacks a couple times. The flashbacks, I felt, while touching at some moments, it also features, in my opinion, one of the weirdest makeout scenes, which involves a bunch of woman and these two men just kind of all making out over a over two sprays of wine spraying all over their face and I get what they were going for and at certain scenes it really did provide levity to the scenes and make the movie feel a little bit lighter and you could feel the romance that these two men had but it also just felt kind of weird and out of place and kind of went on a bit too long and I feel like they could have done it in a better way, made it a little bit more touching, a bit more emotional. It was just kind of the way the scene was shot and with the sprays of wine, like, going all over these people. It didn't really, it didn't really get the effect I think they were going for at certain scenes. It kind of came off as a little bit too weird and a little bit too goofy for what it was trying to convey. So that's kind of really my only main criticism in regards to that. Um, I mean, overall, though, I feel like it... Obviously, it's shorter, so they have to keep their pacing up. Um, for a short film, I guess the budget was pretty good. I mean, get a lot of horse riding scenes. It's definitely a very rated R movie. There's one sex scene. They don't show it that much. There's a shootout scene. Um, the blood and the bullet wound effects, I felt, were very well done. But obviously, they're not taking center stage to the movie. It's more so about this romance and the Western effect of um, Pedro Pascal Silva trying to protect his son and Jake being more centered around his duty and trying to forget the past, whereas Silva is more family-oriented, love-oriented, and trying to find roots and look for somebody to be together with and find comfort with. So I felt like this was a pretty good short film. I mean, acting very well done. I feel like Pedro Pascal is all the praise nowadays. So, I mean, I will say if you are attracted to Pedro Pascal, you do get Pedro Pascal ass in this movie. So that's for some people if they want it. Um, overall, I think the flashback scenes were weak. But besides that, I felt like the rest of the movie did a very good job at nailing their emotional scenes and making you really care for these characters and care about the romance they had. Um... So, Strange Way of Life, if I'm going to give a rating, I'm going to give a 6 out of 10. And now for the surprise short film that I wasn't expecting to see. This one I'm probably not going to talk about as much. Is The Human Voice. This one came out in 2020. I'd heard of it. I'd never seen it. Now, this is based on a play. And you can definitely tell. It feels very much like 
a one-man play. There are very small roles where you see other people. But for the most part, this is Tilda Swinton's movie. Tilda Swinton, as you've probably heard me say in a couple episodes, I love Tilda Swinton. I think she's a phenomenal actress. Um, And this movie really gives her the chance to portray her more emotional side and acting where just using her face. Um, For the most part, this entire movie is just her talking on the phone. Um, Which she does a very good job portraying all of her emotions. Like happiness, sadness, fear, anger. All of it is on display. And this must have been a hard role to portray. And she nails it. She knocks it out of the park. Essentially... The human voice is about, and this ties perfectly into the first short film, which is why I think these two were a very good pairing to have together. It's essentially about this woman who has packed the suitcases of her ex-lover. He's supposed to pick them up, but he's never shown up. It's been three days, and this man's dog is also sitting there just mourning this man because he's been abandoned, this dog. And they're just sitting there, the two of them, just abandoned, just upset and miserable and mourning the love from this man. So, essentially what it is, is they have Tilda Swinton set up on this stage. You can clearly tell, the movie doesn't hide the fact that it's a it's a soundstage building of this house you even get some cool aerial shots where they show all the rooms from a uh downward angle and essentially what this movie is is Tilda Swinton walking around this house being miserable um and then she answers the phone and it's this ex-lover who um has abandoned her and upset her and has caused both her and this dog This tremendous amount of pain. And it starts with Tilda Swinton just on the phone, just making up excuses, trying to make it sound like what he's done to them hasn't affected her as much as it has. And then as time goes on and the conversation gets longer, she becomes more restless. She becomes more agitated. This facade starts slowly breaking and she starts opening up more and discussing her true feelings and how what he has done affected her. And it's very powerful acting. It is very expressive, very emotional. I love this short film. I thought it was very well done. Um, I could see how it could be alienating for some people. There are times where I felt like it didn't work in a film format. Because this, I feel, if you saw it in a play, would be very powerful. And I kind of almost wish that that's the experience I had with this one. But even then, you have the actress Tilda Swinton just commanding the room. And just disappearing into this role. And I loved it. I thought this was very well done. I regret that I... Wasn't able to see this sooner. And apparently the connection between um, 
Strange Way of Life and The Human Voice is that they're both directed by Pedro Almodovar. So now I'm truly seeing why these feel so similar and why they both did such a good job at nailing the um, emotional side and the longing for this relationship that you know will never happen again. And the human voice, I truly enjoyed. So if I'm going to give this one a rating, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. So that's been Strange Way of Life and the Human Voice. It was a very short, little over an hour in theaters. I really enjoyed my time. I will say for some people, it might be a little bit boring to sit through both of these. It might be... I think you need to be in the right element for these. Thankfully, I was. But I thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Um... It was a great time at the movies. I don't know how much longer they're going to be in theaters, but if you get the chance and if you have, I mean, if you have AMC A-list like I do, like, it's fully worth it. I don't know how much they were charging for this. I hope they weren't charging as much as a full ticket, but I had a very good time. Also, a very quick update. I just wanted to let everybody know that there are certain movies that I haven't reviewed yet. And that is totally intentional. There are some, obviously, that I'm not going to watch. But there are a couple of fairly big ones that I'm going to see. But I've just been waiting on certain people being available who have wanted to see them with me. So that's why it's been taking so long. I'm planning on getting those done fairly soon. And trust me, I want to see them. And it's going to be happening very soon. And also, a very, very, very big update. I found out a couple days ago that I have certain family members who do not have Spotify. They only have Apple Podcasts. So I have made the decision to also update on Apple Podcasts. So as of today, my episodes of Kyle Talks are going to be both on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So... Anybody will be able to listen to them on both services. So, yeah, I mean, this has been a lot of fun doing all this. And I hope that by doing this, I'll be able to get more people who previously weren't able to listen to it, able to listen to it. Because I very much enjoyed hearing from people what they want and episode requests and who want me to talk about. I mean, this is something that I've been doing for me and something I just enjoy doing. But it's also something that has just been fun to fun to do, you know? So now you will be getting Kyle Talks, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. So this has been a little update. This has been Kyle Talks, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye.